Well, now, hello, hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. From right here in the Impact Power Sports studio, we meet again. Oh, boy. You know, the Irvine's auto repair sign is a little wonky, and we just can't have that. These people pay too much money to have that thing off. Now it's fixed. And so we begin. Uh, oh boy. God, that uh, Super Bowl game went very, very long. I was falling asleep in the third quarter. And I'm like, okay. I'm actually going to go to bed. I'm not going to be one of these idiots who stays up uh, way too late walk, watching this damn thing. And then, you know, when it's time to actually go to bed, I said, I'm going to actually watch it in bed. That's that's the goal. Linda says, 45 minutes of that game was boring as fuck. You are right. It was just... I, uh, the entire time, I was thinking, the Lions would beat the shit out of both of these teams, the way they played. It almost seems like the 49ers had to play their best game in order to beat the... How did they lose to that team? But then it uh, it picked up. You got kickers kicking 60-yard field goals that would have been good from 85. Mahomes being Mahomes, I think that's the thing. You, That guy is just a, a fucking wizard. And the fact that he's only 28 years old, he has potential to uh, de-Brady Brady to take that GOAT title away from him. Um so then it goes to overtime. And I'm like, all right, now now we're talking. I can get behind this. Enjoyable to say the least. I was in the presence of a Taylor Swift hater. It was my son-in-law. They oh, uh, uh, can't show her. You're ruining football. It's like, don't start. You know, enough. Enough with this. There's never been something more ridiculous than the concept that because the camera goes on her and shows her usually big emotional reactions when big plays happen, that that somehow is causing the football game to be ruined. You idiot. Only a a caveman moron would think something so asinine. And then to win the game in overtime, some guy that no one has ever heard of caught a touchdown pass. Uh, I was watching an interview with him. He seemed like a nice, nice dude on the Today Show. They were talking to him and he says, I blacked out. And they're like, what do you mean you blacked out? He goes, no, I don't remember catching the ball. I don't remember catching the ball. And I don't remember catching the, or running into the end zone for the touchdown. And Patrick Mahomes can back that up because he said that he approached him and had to say, yo, you just won the Super Bowl. He had been up all night just kind of wandering around the streets of Las Vegas. They interviewed him. It was three in the morning, Las Vegas time today on the uh, Today Show to start. I, I have no idea. I've never heard of him in my entire life. There was that moment during the game. I don't know if he caught this. When Travis Kelsey 
flipped out on the coach. Oh, I think the mic's about to puke on me. Come on. Uh, Travis Kelsey flipped out on the coach. It was an incredible moment. I don't, I don't understand this. This was, this was freaking ugly. Dude goes running up to Andy Reid and just plows right into him. Wow. It was unbelievable. He just runs right into the guy. I don't know what the problem was. So bizarre. A.J. Brown, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, he was like, had this been me, I would have been out of the league. He's suggesting that because he's a black guy. And there might be something to that. Maureen says that Andy Reid indicated that he said it tested my hip. So he kind of, you know, gave him a pass by not overreacting to what to Travis Kelsey's overreaction. The fumble comes over to Andy. He goes, keep me in. What happened is. Yeah, I don't know if that's a shove. I think. The fumble. I think he grabbed him by the arm. And then yelled at him, like, keep me in the game or whatever the fuck Romo says he's saying. And Andy Reid is is physically not in the best of shape. Lost his balance. The fumble. He comes over to Andy. He goes, keep me in. What happened is on the fumble, he was not in the game. Noah Gray went in and he had to block the fumble. Twitter had a lot to say about this. Laura Loomer, who's one of these right-wing scumbags. Everybody jumped all on this. Who People who hate Kelsey, people who hate Swift. There are people who hate Kelsey because he does commercials for Pfizer. And there are people who are making up reasons as to why they hate Taylor Swift. Stupid people. Taylor Swift. There is nothing Taylor Swift has ever said or done that would make me even do anything more than shrug, including perform music. I'll I'll say this before I get into this thing about all these comments about Travis Kelsey shoving the coach. Taylor Swift, to me, is the most uninteresting phenomena that has ever happened, that has ever captivated an entire world or at least everybody in the U.S. and North America. I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing. There is nothing she does that makes me have a bad feeling about her in any way, shape, or form, and nothing that she does that makes me think she is anything good. I mean, it's she's a bore. My God. I don't understand why people are pissed and I don't understand why they think she's so fantastic. I have tried. I have tried to pay attention. I have tried to, uh, uh, listen to her music. I've tried. Now I'm not exactly the demo. I, she, I think she's the epitome of fake it till you make it. But I don't, I don't, I don't get anybody. Losing their shit about Taylor. 
I'll get to more on that about a uh, local scientist slash veteran um, who is pissed off and has a thing to say about the Super Bowl. But more on this Kelsey thing. The more that I look at that video, I'm like, yeah, I don't really think that that's a shove. Uh, though I do agree with A.J. Brown had he. Now, that's not to be confused with Antonio Brown. A.J. Brown is is still a player. Very good player. I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, I guess it's. I can see where you're coming from. Uh, I think. I think you're right that Travis Kelsey gets more of a pass than like black guy. I can absolutely see that happening. You know, that they're like, oh yeah, he's just fired up. Oh, he's energetic. You know, oh, you can see his passion. If AJ Brown did that, they'd be like, oh God, kick him out of the league. Oh my God is terrible. People were quick to jump onto Kelsey. These are all right-wing scumbags like Laura Loomer, Laura Loomer here, who I didn't know anything about, but I was tipped off when I uh, look at her uh, profile. Investigative journalist. And then when you see that American flag there, that's my first hit, that she's a far-right piece of shit. I've talked to you many times that the far right are uh, attempting to ruin our American flag. It says she's a Project Veritas operative. So that that completely confirms confirms it. Um, And she talks about her heritage. Apparently she's Jewish. Her take on Travis Kelsey running into Andy Reid is, all jokes aside, this is a super red flag. Listen to this leap in logic. See how casually he just put his hands on him? If a guy is willing to put his hands on someone over a football game, would he put his hands on his girlfriend if they had an argument? I I guess she tags Taylor Swift. People always show their true. Uh, people always show their true colors. The over under. This person writes on Swift having two black eyes tomorrow was looking like a winning bet, and so now Travis Kelsey apparently beats up Taylor Swift, according to these people. This person wrote, cannot believe Taylor Swift is dating a thug that would assault an elderly, obese man. Disgusting. Come on. This one, I actually liked it. They should have showed Taylor's reaction after this. Now, that's funny. That is absolutely funny. All right. This is a nothing burger. I admit Kelsey looks like a dipshit. But what the fuck? Who cares? At first, I was like, what the fuck? And, I, and I, I guess I still am to some degree, but, I mean, it isn't like he body slammed him. Andy Reid, I think he needs a guy by him at all times. 
in case he moves too fast, he'll actually fall over. He is not well. And I think Kelsey was it knew that. That's why he grabbed onto him. Nick in the arena says, I wonder if Taylor can shake it off when Kelsey throws her through a wall. What a psycho. Come on now, you stupid idiot. Uh, Donut dances. It sort of depends on their interpersonal relationship and what he actually said to the coach. Okay. We are getting dumbed down on halftime shows. While Usher did nothing overtly strange or weird or different or boring or well, no, I'll take it back. A little boring. Um, it's just not that interesting. And I think that part of it has to do with the, the age difference. Though he sang fine and he danced fine, everybody has just sung and danced, you know? And I don't, I just, nothing like that really gets me going. I like the cameo appearances. I liked the appearance of uh, Alicia Keys. There were some funny memes that were posted about showing like Alicia Keys' husband's reaction when Usher like embraced her in that super sexy way. Jacqueline, my daughter, says, I wish I had a body like that. And I said, look, you see, you can't do that. There was an ad earlier in the Super Bowl about a person's body. Uh, and, and you know, you're holding yourself to a standard, I guess, or something like that. And young kids. I go, yeah, no, no, no. I go, she's probably wearing a corset, which does a lot. Like, you can look like Andy Reid. And if you put on a corset, you can actually look fantastic. Well, that might be pushing it. She looked great, though. Oh, my God. Jesus. But and then the appearances of Ludacris, and I think that was, well, that might have been Will I Am, I thought, maybe. I don't know. He had, like, the uh, uh, Mandalorian mask on. And then that's it. You know, it's just not a lot to it. I like the chick who was playing playing the guitar. She was hot as hell and really good at playing guitar. So overall, I liked it, but I feel like as time passes, I feel like as, as time passes, um, that it's getting dumbed down. Once we had peak enjoyment with Prince, I think it kind of fell off. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I, um, uh, the food at the uh, Eric Zancho podcast household was ridiculous. And that's what it was all about. And I, I've been fairly excellent in the past uh, 10 days. Actually, 14 days in uh, trying to eat better. I've got a important test coming up that I need to have lost weight for. Because if I don't lose weight, actual pounds... I have to get as close to 169 pounds as possible. And here's why. I'm trying to update my life insurance. Get another life insurance policy. We've talked about this. I outlived the first policy. I bought a 20-year policy, obviously, 20 years ago. It expires next month. So I need a new policy. And they go ahead and they, you know, 
draw your blood and they look at all your medical records. They weigh you. They look at all the key things to make sure that you are in good health. This means no darts because uh, if you smoke a dart, like what leaves uh, the byproduct in your body stays behind for like two weeks. If you have one dart, you're fucked. Uh, Benji writes, who buys term life? Sheesh. Yeah, I don't understand if it's sarcasm or not sarcasm. Are you crazy? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Term life is excellent. So anyway, just shut up and let me do my job, okay? So I got to get my weight to a certain point. And I've been just crushing it. The key to this all is having uh, fresh vegetables ready to go. And just not eating like a dick. That's all there is to it. Just don't eat like a dick. That was all out the window for Sunday. I ate fantastic leading up to preparation for Super Bowl food. So you just put it all out on the... um, center island and then you just grab you know air everything's air fried hey is the air fryer running yeah because there's chicken wings in there so you throw the 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 chicken wings in there then you throw in the mozzarella sticks you got all sorts of cheeses and crackers and uh summer sausage and then um uh peel and eat shrimp it's already peeled so you can just and uh Jackie eats, we, we got the shrimp specifically for Jacqueline. And then she breaks the news. She goes, I don't know if I'm into shrimp anymore. I go, why? She says, I found out that there's poop in it. Is that true? Now it is, but I didn't want to tell her that. Now, I don't know how it is that we don't all get sick when we eat shrimp, but she's got a point. The shrimp, like the shit tube, goes through the shrimp. When you see that little dark brownish line, that's the shit tube. I think they call it the uh, uh, mud. Yeah, there it is, the mud vein. They should call it the shit tube. Even, well, I don't know what's worse, shit tube or, or, or mud vein. That's a horrible term. Even if you devein it, there's still some leftover shit tube meat in there my god so the idea i got this recipe some dude on uh facebook and think this is fantastic you buy this garlic butter and uh you you heat it up and then you you spread this on uh king's hawaiian rolls and you split the top of the King's Hawaiian rolls. So I got however many there are in a package, 12 King's Hawaiian rolls, which you could just eat a package of King's Hawaiian rolls. Blue State Rob checks in. If you eat ass, you can eat shrimp. You're right. And I'm a big ass eater. Everybody knows that. Then after you do that. You put those rolls in the oven for like five minutes at 400 degrees, take them out. 
in the meantime, you um, have chicken tenders, breaded chicken tenders in the air fryer. You take them out. And then you're heating up some marinara on the stovetop. You drop them in there and do the big donkey donkey. And then you pull out each tender and put it in the crack of the King's Hawaiian Rolls. Sprinkle Parmesan, sprinkle Mott's on top, back in the oven. Let's get fat. Those killed. Everybody's, I've overeaten at this point. And then I'm like, okay, that's it, you know? And I, I think, though, that this is key. It's uh, it's it's good to like just blow it out one day a week or one portion of one day a week. Linda describes that today as being a reset day. That's a great way to look at it. Now today you're going to behave. That's excellent. Something I'm not going to do being suggested by PSN Bleach. Call your daughter and see if she eats ass and let her know she can have the shrimp, you asshole. Iraq writes, I grilled a ton of wings. I think he means guac, but it says I made gawk and spinach artichoke dip. You cannot go wrong with any of those things. Uh, then I felt terrible for the remainder of the game. And it's, um, it's just awful. It's, it, it's really kind of strange when you think about it. When you have all that shit food, when you're looking at it, when you're eating it, it's the best thing ever. But then in mere minutes after, it, the destructive force that it has on your system is remarkable. It's as bad as any drug. And when it comes to addiction, it's just like, oh, my God, it's so fantastic. Holy shit. Uh, That was the centerpiece for an absolute feast. Then Jackie and Justin are leaving, my daughter and my son-in-law. I throw this shit in a bag. I go, take this. Get it out of the house. Get it out of the house. I don't want it here. I've done fairly good at having shitty food in the house, in my face, and not touching it. Except for this. So during the week, you know, you leave all that shit alone. And I just let it rot. Uh, Then I just throw it all away. I can't get up the nerve to just throw it all away then. You have to let it stay in the fridge and become a disaster where you wouldn't want to eat it. And then you can throw it out. My God. As I indicated the game itself. Um, it did improve, and I was happy that it that it actually turned out to be a pretty damn good game. The commercial, there is only one commercial we need to talk about. It was the Duncan ad with uh, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, this great cameo. Brady, in real life, just plays a dork. Brady is an absolute dork. My God. Um, it's really remarkable that he was he's known as the greatest quarterback of all time in a lot of arguments because he does a great job just being a a doofus and a lot of people are like oh man he shouldn't replace uh uh greg olson in the booth for fox no bullshit grady's 
fantastic. He's going to be great at that. Um, but that Duncan commercial, when he was playing the DJ or whatever the fuck it was from the old man rap group, and then um, J-Lo, who... That woman... I don't think there will ever be a time that J-Lo is not attractive. You know, like if you were to look at a picture of um, Raquel Welch, old school hot chick, Sophia Loren, it went a long, long time, many, many years, well into their golden years, that they weren't, until they weren't attractive. Now, Father Time wins all. There's never been a person who's been on death door death's door and live to an advanced age. It's been attractive. Um, but some are able to hold back um, the sands of time somehow. I think JLo has potential to actually win. I can see JLo being someone who's 98 years old and hot as shit. Like, there's going to be 16-year-old dudes pounding their pud to pictures of J-Lo when she's actually 98 years old. That actually may happen. Her beauty is fucking off the charts. And in that damn commercial, when she has that flummox look as Ben's making an asshole out of himself, oh my God. What a total babe. And that was just a funny-ass commercial. And then Matt Damon's line when he looks at Ben Affleck making an ass out of himself, he says, sometimes it's so hard to be your friend. I'm like, ah, yes, fuck. Bros. God, that was great. There's some other cameos, people I forget, in that commercial. But that, hands down, was the best commercial. You, we don't need to have uh, uh, any any further discussions about any of your other stupid commercials. Um, that one was the only one that, uh, matters. We've got some other suggestions on, uh, hot chicks. Sophia Loren, without a doubt, one of the hottest of all time. Iraq JLo has what Selma Hayek has. Remember when I, the line, remember when I said I would do anything for you, this is anything which was Damon. God, that was so cool. Joe Martinez says it's the Hispanic blood. I believe that. I believe that. You know? What you Hispanics lack in common sense, you make up for in beauty and machismo. Without a doubt. So that uh, that's about as pretty much my Super Bowl uh, scenario recap. There, there's nothing more to recap. Okay. The game. If I sat here, can you imagine if I sat here and actually broke down the game? As far as games go, outside of Travis Kelsey almost beating the shit out of the old guy. And, you know, it just kind of ended with, uh, with, uh, with the, with the, yes, it was thrilling in overtime, but, um, I mean, easy is not one to sit there and break down this, that, and the other thing. And what's interesting is I have to host a sports talk show.
coming up in March for an entire week. And I have somehow managed to convince the folks over at the huge show on 96.1 ESPN that I have some acumen in this realm. And I mean, I'll always do it. I will never turn down an opportunity to host. But these are foolish people that are inviting me in to sit an afternoon drive for a whole week and talk sports. I'm probably going to have this exact discussion that I'm having right now with these morons that listen to this radio show. Why in God's name can the people who run that show think that I have any business being on a sports talk radio station that, I mean, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I am completely detached from everything. And here they're giving me the keys for three hours of sports talk for a whole week. My God, it actually scares me a little bit, a little bit, because sometimes I doubt my abilities. Now, as all of you have seen for the past 30 years and heard for the past 30 years that I am the, I have the least confidence in me. You all know that I'm the greatest thing that has ever been around a microphone and has the hair to go along with it. Okay. I don't believe that except for about the hair part. Um, so I'm scared shitless about doing this and I don't even remember when it is March, March, March 10th. Okay. It is, uh, March 11th. That's Monday, March 11th to Friday, March 15th. And the producer of the show, who normally just says, all right, your microphone's on go. He's not even going to be there for the first show. That would be Brad Hayes. I go, what do you want me to do? He goes, uh, well, I'll teach you how to get the show on the network. This is heard all across Michigan. It's not heard on 19 stations. Bill tells you that every time he does it. I go, so you're expecting me to come in here, communicate with the satellite operator and hit all these fucking buttons that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And turn all these faders on and key, you're expecting me to do that. Yes. Okay. I'm just letting you know that this is out of my wheelhouse. If I, if I have to talk into the microphone, that's the extent of what I'm, I'm confident that I can possibly uh, maybe do. Maybe not about the topics you want me to talk about, which is breaking down the Lions draft picks or whatever the fuck. I'm not going to do that. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm telling you, people have way too much confidence in my abilities. Linda says, get Ben to run the board. No, no, no way. If I do that, then I'm going to be tempted to ask him questions. And if I have to ask him questions, that means there's potential that he will be heard. And then if he's heard, it could very well sound like this. Had a, I, uh, starting to melt, uh, where the headlights go. Uh, uh, the, uh, I'm doing well. Uh, nothing, uh, 
Hey, man, uh, what a game. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. How about those Chiefs? That's right. That's all I'll get. Uh, Howard Eskin in Philly is a version of Bill Simonson, but does his own actual reporting. Tyler says that Ben did that for almost 10 minutes this morning of, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's right. Well, anyway, that's what's on the horizon for your old pal, Easy. There was a plane crash in Florida this week, weekend, and a plane took off from Ohio. A plane crash landed on a uh, Florida freeway. It was horrible. Now, I don't normally just throw open the mic and say, hey, there's a plane crash. But there's somehow uh, a joke that I've been saying for decades manifested on the reporting, the Facebook story, the comments of this news story. It's a horrible, fiery crash. Plank him down right on the interstate. There's the imagery. Breaking news. Plane that left Ohio crashes along Florida Highway with five on board. Some of you already know what happened. But this uh, 13 ABC in Florida has a uh, listener of the Eric Zane Show podcast as part of its uh, people who follow it on Facebook. That would be a guy by the name of Tom Hector. And Tom Hector dropped a classic Eric Zane joke. You see it at the top. Were they okay? Now, Tyler knew it was coming. I got a notification on my phone because uh, a couple posts down, Tom, a couple comments down, Tom uh, tagged me so that I would see it, and I did, and I screenshotted it. The idea being that when there's a uh, catastrophe or something where there's no doubt someone dead, you ask, were they okay? This uh, stemmed from the very first time this happened, probably the year was 1989. David Adair on the table saw at the cabinet shop, said, did you see that story about that woman they found her body parts in about five bags spread throughout Metro Detroit. That's all he said. Did you hear about that woman? They found her body. They were looking for her. They found her. Uh, didn't even say they found her body. They said they found her in parts in uh, separate bags throughout Detroit. And I said, is she okay? And he paused and he goes, no, you fucking asshole. She's dead. So that's the background. You cannot actually have had someone said to you that, Hey, so-and-so died because then if you ask if they're okay, it just doesn't work. It has to be surely someone died. And this one, I guess it's possible. Someone could have lived. I think people did live, but there's no doubt somebody died. But when you look at that fucking wreck, so, you know, this is all in play. Tom writes, were they okay? This person says, I doubt it. Sadly, this guy or this chick, does it look like it? The plane's on fire. Ryan writes, look at the plane. Does it look like they would be okay? This Michael guy says, yeah, everyone walked away from this one. 
Son of a bitch. Well done to Tom. Uh, Rebecca says someone did die and don't call me Shirley. Young Adam Schwab says, I did that in church yesterday. It was a hit. Oh. Speaking of church, did you see this deal? Where some chick walked into Joel Osteen's church. That huge, the Lakewood Church in Texas, I believe Houston. You know, there's 90,000 Mexicans there worshiping. It was the Spanish mass. And some chick walks in there. She had three things, a trench coat, a toddler, like a one-year-old, and a rifle. Now, if you're going to shoot up a church, why would you bring your baby with you? Is this like a Hamas human shield thing going on? The one-year-old was struck. They don't know how, but more than likely it was return fire. So you got to figure it. I mean, this is the middle of Texas and everybody there is armed. She got off a couple of rounds and then they just filled her full of lead and she's dead. And the, and the little one got hit, but I think the little one is going to live, but it's fucked up. And another church goer was shot in the leg and then that's it. Now the bad news here. The really, but that's the bad news. The really bad news is that Osteen was not there. Uh, he commented that, I don't even know who gives a shit what that guy said. He's a psychopath. He probably took an out, uh, use that as an opportunity to get more money. Remember that guy a couple years ago who took a picture with him and he had it on video instead of picture for the selfie and he stands next to him and he's holding the phone up and he goes, yeah, you're, you know, you're a piece of shit, right? You know, you're a piece of shit. I love that one so much. All right. So all kidding aside, that was remarkable that only one person. That's because Texas, they're all armed there. If you want to um, have the biggest deterrent for mass shootings is good guys with guns. Always. Always. The open and live stream of this show is brought to you by TC Paintball. Speaking of shooting in six days. We're going to have paintball war number 23, the battle for the Rio Grande. It's going to be fantastic. We're looking for big numbers. If you want in, you got to send me an email. Matt and Kevin Kuypers are going to be there. Tyler, you better be there. I haven't gotten confirmation. You can confirm on the chat. Uh, I'm trying to get Dale and all his crew, not to mention me, all the Mexicans, the Hondurans, Battle for the Rio Grande. Paintball War number 23 at TC Paintball. Book your own event at TC Paintball. Might be neighborhood kids getting together, the dads, dad squad, bachelor party, bachelorette party, workplace team building. It is Michigan's premier paintball destination, TC Paintball. Thanks to Maureen and her son, they made the trip up to Greenville, Michigan to the Green Medicine Shop. Online at thegreenmedicineshop.com. Now, in a state that has recreational marijuana, you're like, how in the world is Green Medicine Shop finding their way when, uh, you know, in that space with recreational marijuana being a wide open thing that people can take advantage of? 
Well, in Greenville, Michigan, uh, they're a little stuffed up there and they're like, look, no, you can't do it unless it's uh, medicinal. So uh, that's what I want you to do. I want you to head to the green medicine shop with your med card and buy, buy, buy your two and a half ounces that you can legally transport to the great state of Michigan. Or maybe your edibles or whatever it is. Maybe your CBD products. It's a fantastic shop. Clean, really sweet people. Uh, led by a husband-wife team, Matt and Shawnee, who are just fantastic. Shawnee, a pharmacist by trade. They open up the green medicine shop to help people. And uh, there's a lot of advantages to buying uh, medicinal marijuana as opposed to recreational. They're, uh, it's a lot cleaner when it comes to the impurities that are in the flowers when it's medicinal grade. You also avoid the 10% excise tax that the state of Michigan takes out of recreational weed. Now, if you don't have a med card, you go to thegreenmedicineshop.com, click on the button that says get your med card. In 15 minutes, you've got your med card. And you're like, well, easy, Jesus, it costs 90 bucks to get my med card. Yeah, I know. Well, what you do then is you, once you go there, they give you a $100 store credit. So that wipes out the 90 bucks. Okay. You go there and you get $100 worth of goods. That's how they got you. Green, and they're a sponsor of mine. So you want to support my sponsors. These, most of my sponsors are moms and pops uh, on the direct local uh, marketing. So it's very important that you help them out because when you help them out, they know that their message is being heard and they will continue to help me out. It's a three-way deal. You help them and me. Thank you to the Green Medicine Shop. King's Room Barbershop, Andy Skyver and Colleen uh, Skyver own King's Room Barbershop. More on Andy and his hockey playing in a second. But the King's Room Barbershop, they have three locations. Northland Drive, Caledonia, and at 821 36th Street in Wyoming, Michigan, right next to the costume room. Haircuts are 19 bucks, and uh, all guys should get their haircut. I want you to try King's Room Barbershop just once to see the difference. Whether you go to Jude's, Lady Jane's, Sport Clips, Zach's, try King's Room Barbershop and see the difference. Online at kingsroom.net. Go there, kingsroom.net, for hours, exact locations, and when the stylists are working on their uh, schedule uh, tab of the website. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap. Okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. 
All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Okay. Speaking of Andy Skyver, he reaches out to me and he goes, look, our uh, men's league is playing a hockey game at Van Andel Arena. Will you be the, be the announcer? I go, well, yeah, that's fantastic. And then they say to me, because um, it's this guy, Jim, that's Andy's pal. And I talked to Jim. He goes, okay, yeah, you just show up there Saturday, 2 p.m. These are, you know, guys in range from 35 to 55 years old, men's league. It just, it, there's no, no, uh, no checking, no big hits, just play hockey. And, uh, for fun and the ra- it's a charity fundraiser too. So they raised a couple thousand dollars for a local uh, youth charity to help underprivileged kids play hockey. So that was cool. And, uh, they say to me, they go easy. We want you to heckle. I go, Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I've always wanted to heckle during a game. And there's no way I could ever do do that during a real Grand Rapids Griffins hockey game because, well, you know, which I think I think we should be able to. I, oh yeah, nice hit, idiot, you know. But uh, no, so heckling is going to be great. And so you know, I'm chirping these guys uh, during the game. It's all lighthearted. I'm not like telling them to go fuck themselves or anything like that. It's all it's all in fun. And um, then. Some guys for Andy's team skates into the corner and he goes down and he doesn't get up. And I, I, I peek over cause he's kind of like obscured. I can't really see him. And I, I peek over and I see him uh, uh, flailing on the ground and uh, it looks bad. Like what the hell just happened to this guy? I guess his skate blade got stuck and his body kept going and Everyone that was on the ice um, heard a sound that can best be described as uh, a snap. That's not a word you want to hear. But that fucker broke one of his sticks so bad. It wasn't the femur. It was the lower leg, the um, fibula and the tibia. The bone popping out of the skin. One of those deals. Now, I didn't see any floppiness or wonkiness. Um, All I remember is Andy skates over. He goes, yeah, he just broke his leg. We need uh, AMR. That's the uh, ambulance team, paramedics. And they're there all times. They're always at the rink. So I hit a button. I go, yeah, we're going to need the cart. We're going to need the professionals too. And then one of the uh, spectators that was there, um, she's a first responder. And I don't know if you know about this, but if a first responder is in attendance, let's say at this event, there happened to be 50 first responders. There was one in the crowd and the professionals that are actually, well, they're all professionals. 
the the ones we had on standby with the uniforms and shit like that actually drove the ambulance there. It takes just a short amount of time for those people to get on the ice. And then the, there's one who just happened to be watching. And I don't know if you know this about first responders. If there is an emergency, even if they've got it covered, like everybody has to come out onto the ice with a hurried look. And she comes, she's a big girl too. And she had a dog with her. She's one of those people that, you know, um, if, if the wind blows, she has to have a support animal with her at all times. So she's got her support animal. And so she's like stressed. So she's holding the dog to keep from being freaked out, but she's still got to go out there. So I think she's going to like tie the dog around her neck and go out there and be a first responder while the dog is, is like climbing on her for support. That's what I think is going to happen because you know how it is. Somebody's got a support animal with them. If they, if they take a shit, the dog has to be in their lap or else they're going to come unglued. We know this. My neighbor has a support dog. And if he goes outside to get the mail, the dog has to be with him. And quite a, quite often he'll, you know, just stop halfway to the mailbox in a fetal position on the ground and the dog will lay on him. And then he like rolls to the mailbox with the dog playing with him the whole time for support. This whole getting the mail takes about six hours. So this lady rolls down the steps with the dog. And then she looks at me with a look on her face. Like, how do I get down there? And, um, where she visited down to me, there's no way onto the ice. So I'm like, you can either climb over the glass or go. And I, I motion all the way around to the Zamboni entrance. And she kind of like goes, Rawr! so that means a lot of walking. She makes the brave decision of giving the dog to another spectator so she can do it during this highly stressful situation. Tyler writes, quote, clear the way. I took a three-hour CPR class with the Red Cross. Cole writes, that's who you want responding. So one by one, they're coming out onto the ice to help this poor dude. He actually says, he goes, look, don't touch it. If you touch it, it's going to go floppy wonky. Not his exact words, but his words. All in all, this took about 15 minutes. It wasn't bad at all. Um, the professionals came out. The lady who needed the dog came out. Um, got it immobilized. Able to, as a group, lift him onto the, onto the gurney with the wheels. Everybody starts banging their sticks and away he goes. As he's rolling off, I go, buddy, you don't have to do anything but recover. Watch a football game tomorrow after they operate on your leg. Because <laughs> they will. You know they will. They got to put this guy back together like Humpty Dumpty. Poor dude. Um, I'm just, it's good that we only had the one spectator who was a first responder. 
because they all would have been in charge. Okay. You get all of those. What is it? Too many cooks spoil the stew. They all would have had their own way of doing it. And then lady who had the support dog, she would have ended up ripping the leg off uh, in a fit because she's losing her mind and started put it in her mouth and ran around with it like a dog with a steak bone. All's well that ends well. Guy will make a full recovery. Tyler says, first responder to the medics. Did you check if he has a pulse? Ma'am, he's talking to us right now. Yeah, that's the wrong person that you want to be around when someone gets injured. If you got a first responder with you and you're at the campfire and someone stubs their toe, they go into complete panic mode. All business, total asshole. Get out. I'm a first responder. Don't touch him. He's a victim. I remember at that, uh, speaking of fire, my dad, about five years ago, see, now he can't walk anywhere without us, like someone being right by his side. But when he was starting to lose his balance, I made the mistake of letting him wander away to, he had something by the fire, it was bedtime. He wanted to go get his watch or something like that. And he had a flashlight. This was the day that we decided he cannot be alone when walking. Daddy, hey, are you over there? I see the flashlight at ground level. I go, are you okay? No. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he went down. His eye, his forehead hit like a rock, so he had a, a gash. Now, had I been a trained first responder, the steps would have been scream, yell at everyone, call them names, order them away from the scene, Announce that I was a professional. Uh, don't touch the victim. I am the only one allowed to help. Overreact. Make everyone hate you. And then treat the patient. But I'm not a first responder. I'm so much better. I'm an Eric. Tyler says, don't forget to flash your first responder certificate that you carry on you 24-7. Oh, yeah. Got him up. Joanne's screaming. I got to relax. Just relax. He's fine. A little bit of blood's not going to hurt anybody. These are, that's not in the playbook of the first responder. If I were a first responder and I'm leading him back to the trailer to treat him, I would have said, panic, yell, get angry, behave like he's dying. Sit him in the chair. I go, okay, dad, we're going to clean this out and fix you up, and then you're going to bed. Wiped away the um, dirt. Had my little gloves on, my little plastic gloves on. And my li- I keep a first aid kit. Antiseptic wipey wipe. First stop the bleeding. Antiseptic wipey wipe. Butterfly uh, bandage. A couple of uh, Tylenol. Go to bed. First responder would have uh, announced every step along the way while he's bleeding out of his head. Probably would have lost two-thirds of his blood. 
talk to the media afterwards. Aram says, wasn't Diana a first responder for a while? Yeah. Yes, she was. She was. But she doesn't listen to this show. You understand that. How do you think that for so many years I have been able to troll teachers without really any backlash? Had she actually listened to this stupid podcast, um, I would be I would be in deep shit. Probably divorced. So yes, to answer your question, she was a first responder. Thank God she got out of that racket. Jesus. Well, anyway, it was quite a scene when that guy broke his twig. I don't know if you saw this in the Super Bowl. There was some guy on the sidelines for San Francisco. And um, he was excited because uh, his team was going to go back out. His defense was going to go back out on the field. And he was jumping on the sidelines. It was during, during a commercial break. And the poor bastard ran out onto the field like, let's go get him, team. And he his foot slipped. And the next thing you know, he's not getting up. Um, I don't know if his foot slipped because his Achilles blew up or his Achilles blew up when his foot slipped. But his Achilles tendon ruptured. Oh, my God. Fucking crazy. They bring the car. Now, he's not going to play until, okay, fast forward a year. Next year's Super Bowl. If the 49ers are in it, he won't play. That's how bad of an injury that is. That's the same injury that that fuckhead Aaron Rodgers, like five days after he ruptured his Achilles, he said that he's taking ivermectin and it healed him miraculously. He did one of those stupid fucking things. No, that's a, that's a one year recovery. God, that scares me. That can happen at any, any time to anybody. I'm surprised that doesn't happen to more people just walking down the street. God, it sucks getting old. That was gruesome. Uh, Blue State Rob, he wrote Green Law, which I can assume is the name of the guy. Yeah. Okay. Again, I'll be hosting a sports talk radio show for a whole week. My God. Uh, Denny Porter suggested last week that I put beagle oil on my knee. That's just uh, the name of it. And I found out that it is um, a horse medicine. Speaking of ivermectin, it's uh, a liniment. It stops pain. Uh, if you can picture the smell of Ben Gay, that's what it smells like. And I guess when the horse is in pain, they uh, they rub beagle oil on it and it feels better. Now, it's not spelled beagle like the dog. And it's not oil. He says to me, yeah, buy this. It'll change your life. So I bought the exact same thing that he texted me about. Bought it from Amazon. It showed up the next day. It's a big bottle. 
And uh, I go, all right, if it's for seven bucks, anything's worth a try. Okay. So I put it on and then I realized um, I could have also bought this product called Ben Gay because that's exactly what it is. Except it's less, it's more clumsy to apply. It's actual liquid. It's as liquid as water. So I put it in my hand and it immediately runs through my hand. I don't understand how anybody uses this fucking thing. The only thing I can think of is that they take like a rag and they soak it in beagle oil and then they, 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 they wrap it on the, on the animal. Um, that's what he said. He says, beagle oil, liquid gel, dumbass. You never said liquid gel. You just said beagle oil, which I got. You did not say liquid gel. You just said that's the first time you've said liquid gel. Tyler says support Ben Gay. At least they don't kill innocent beagles for their oil. Okay, so then I smelled bad. Uh, The pain went away, but in a way like... It's one of those, uh, this is one of those products that makes your, uh, the surface of your skin like hot. Like if you get this on your dick, you're fucked. Um, and I could see myself getting it out, getting it on there. So the idea that I would put it in a rag and put it on my leg. All right. I want you to know that I would only do that if I'm around the house. Okay. Um, because I, if I'm out in the wild and I smell like that, no one's going to want to be around me. Of course, this is just a topical analgesic. It's just good for pain relief. It doesn't do anything to cure the fact that I have degenerative arthritis in my right leg. Blue state Rob says, sounds like a stunt for a 23 year old boy bullied by Chicago gangs. I added that part. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> I was a little boy. Fucking Joe. Piece of shit. Uh, which reminds me, Hurricane Ashley is here. Good morning. You seem to be on your best behavior lately. Probably after the debacle that you put everybody sh- uh, through a couple of weeks ago. Jesus Christ. All right. Hire me on Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. My cameos are 20 bucks. They are the best. Let's see what else do I want to talk about here. Oh, my God. Okay. Stand by. More on uh, another sports story that I have, except um, the first responders were not able to help this person. This person is not okay. Before I get to that, though, hello to Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. I mentioned insurance that uh, I'm going through a process right now. It's because of the help from Frank, helping me every step of the way. Frank is my licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He wants to help you make sure that you, first of all, are insured health care through Obamacare if you are self-employed or your employer does not offer insurance 
or maybe you own, wait a minute, I already said that, or maybe you're in between jobs. Frank Fuss can help you. Also, any other type of insurance, all you have to do is go to buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com. Frank Fuss can help you. And zero charge, okay? You don't pay Frank. He gets paid by the insurance companies. Ben says, still not how, still not sure what happened with Ashley was a debacle. No, it absolutely was a debacle. I can't sit here ever and say, yes, it's okay for people to show their naughty bits. Come on now. She knows it. She knows it was wrong. All right. It will only happen one time. Will never happen again. Yes, she does earn legendary status for doing it, but not in in an infamous way. You know? And then you get these slobs like Tofus saying, yeah, what's wrong with that? Shut up, you fucking caveman. My God. Uh, this studio is brought to you by Impact Power Sports. They have sponsored my studio, ImpactPowerSportsMI.com. Uh, get it. Did you see that one commercial where they're riding on the ATV and every guy that they pass grows a mullet? The dog has a mullet? That's what's going to happen to you when you just walk into Impact Power Sports. I don't even know what the fuck that was an ad for, but they sell it. ImpactPowerSportsMI.com for all of your fun toys that you haul up north and rip the shit out of the trails. Check them out in Rockford, Michigan, right on 14 Mile. Impact Power Sports MI, also Michigan's newest dealer of Yamaha golf carts. You can uh, check out the selection online or in person at Impact Power Sports. Go to my Vouch store to buy stuff. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Several amazing items for sale right now on my vouch store, including the Camp Craft Cocktails, the Split Rock Coffee, Whole Bean and Ground, the Toothbrush, and the Nimble Accelerate Percussion Massage Gun. (coughs) Helps loosen up muscles, speeds recovery time, therapeutic, makes an excellent gift. All at vouch.store slash Eric Zane. I really want to get a book report on how the camp craft cocktails were. So would one of you folks who drinks uh, order these, they show up at your door, you add the booze, you let them steep for a couple of days, and then boom, you've got an outstanding mixer. Alcoholic mixer. You can drink it straight if you really want to get shit-faced. Or mix it into whatever type of drink that you want to make. All right. Thank you to the Vouch Store. Uh, Okay, this soccer game in Indonesia happened. 
The video is not great. You are not going to believe what happened here. Uh, not a lot of people in the stands in this one, but they're still playing the game. Keep an eye on the guy closest to the track. See those four dudes here? This guy would be number one, two, three, four. Keep an eye on number one. Okay. We just saw a death laser fly out of the sky and hit him. He's dead. Lightning strike came down and hit that fucker. What the fuck is right? That guy comes over to help him out. And then he walks away. They're all like, let's get the fuck out of here. Incredible. Uh, news is finally starting to uh, go around about this thing because we had the hardest time. Me and the uh, producer staff here at uh, the Eric St. Show podcast had the hardest time getting information about this uh, about this thing. Tofa says, nah, I'm sure he's fine. Tyler says, God just sniped that fucker. Kenny says, death laser. Yes, that's what I said. Tofus says he got hit scanned. I don't know what that means. The uh, Daily Mail is reporting. Uh, it all happened. Being struck by lightning, playing football in Indonesia. The video captured the exact moment that the 35-year-old male victim collapsed. It was later identified as Septane Raja was competing in a friendly football match when it had hit him at 4.20 p.m. local time Sunday, Saturday. Uh, reports by the local media said that he was still breathing after the incident, rushed to a local hospital, but died after suffering intense burns. Video clip has gone viral on social media with football fans and players offering condolences. Not, not There's no more really information about this other than just people's comments about rest in peace. Very, very sad. This is the st stuff of nightmares. Um, I got to call the queen of the forest here because um, we know someone who has been struck by lightning. I've talked about this before. Hang on a second. I put my phone on fucking do not disturb. I hate that. The goddamn notifications nonstop. Hello. Hey, what is your number one fear of uh, 
I, I guess I'll just I'll leave it that vague. What is your number one fear that makes you scream beyond belief and run for cover? Mm. Uh, lightning. Yes. So yes. I just watched a video, and on Saturday there was a guy in Indonesia on a soccer field, and this snipe comes out of the sky and hits him dead. It was remarkable. It was unbelievable. Oh God! I gotta show it to you. I don't know if I want to see it. Well, I that way you'll stay vigilant. Yeah, I can't. I hand, can't handle it. You know, and so, I was. I hadn't when we were um, when we would go to our kids' sporting events. They would they would say with lightning's been detected in the area, and then you'd have to like everybody would have to head for the hills, and yeah. they would do that. That's why they would do that. Uh, they didn't do that here. That's and I would run away, run away screaming. Oh my God, you're not kidding. Now I also <laughs> wanted to call you because we have a family friend who has been. How many times was Kip struck? Two or three? Twice. Twice. Two. I don't yeah. know why. In my mind, I thought it was three. He got yeah. struck by lightning, and then it fucking happened again. Yeah. And he's alive. He's alive. And he's didn't he become an EMT? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's not doing that now, but he was, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um he described to us one time, didn't he describe to us or did I make it up in my brain that if a person gets struck by lightning once, they have a higher risk to get struck again than other people. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember that, but that's possible he said that. But I'm, I, I might know. have dreamt that. Uh, that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I don't know how that would be, but who knows? Oh, my God. And doesn't isn't his uh, heart rate, like, really high now? Like, it's, it's, uh -huh. it's constantly just buzzing? Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Screwed with his vagus nerve or something. And I don't know how something. he lived. And now, were they direct strikes, or was it, like, near him? Um... The first time I know he was like under a tree and it hit the tree and hit him, I think. And I don't remember. I don't remember what the second one was. Holy shit. All yeah. right. I just wanted to bring you in to confirm that story. I, every, I, I've mentioned it before on this show, but. Um, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I don't know. So what's going on down there? This is another, this is like midwinter break for you, right? Last day. Go back tomorrow. Okay. So, so you got all those um, days off for the snow days and then just out of the blue, just random, just stay home for a few days? Well, it's, it's a scheduled midwinter break, yes. And then we're coming up on the big summer break, too. And spring break. Oh, we got spring break and then summer break. Yeah. That is awesome. That's a good gig. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I, not everybody gets like the whole summer off. Okay, don't even start with me. I gotta go. <laughs> okay, I love you. Okay, love you too. Bye. Bye bye. Aram says he is trying to annoy. Uh, Tophus somehow asks, "Who is this?" Yeah, that's not the first time I've put my wife on in any uh, medium, radio or podcasting. Linda says, we all saw that coming. 
Cole says, we just pay teachers to take time off. Oh, that's true. I wish I was a teacher. Yeah, Kip, man, got hit by lightning twice. One of you, I think it was Ben, referred to him as Powder. Remember that movie? That that super white kid was hit by lightning or whatever, and he has superpowers and shit, brings a deer back to life, and kicks everybody's ass. How horrible, though. Yeah, do that. Remember this. Don't become a victim. If you know lightning's in the area, don't become like this guy. Oh. The fact that they have it on video, still photos, as grainy as they are, of this lightning strike coming down, and it wasn't like it was near him. It actually hit him directly. Part of me thinks uh, the world needs to show us like what his face looked like. What, you know, what he actually went through. We need it as a public service announcement. Uh, Ben says powder was a great movie. I agree. I agree. I wanted him to use that lightning power to just blast through every bully. My God. All right. I'm going to take a pee and come back. You guys are awesome. Stand by.
yeah. Okay, how about this guy? Some dude is uh, talking to the school board. Not sure where this is. Was sent to me. He's a he's a right wing uh, wacko. He doesn't like the school board, and he just shows up during like public comment, and and drops this on these people. <laughs> Here we go. Good evening, cowards. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. Oh. <gasps> Good evening, cowards. That, that. <gasps> Good evening, cowards. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. <gasps> oh, excuse you. Can we see agenda? He tells her to shut up. Come on, man. No, 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 no. 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 shut up. I'm speaking. Fat, ugly women is what they are. Let's talk about it. You don't have to buy. Okay, now they're getting into an argument over free speech. I think he's right. That's not free speech. That's insulting. The guy says that's not free speech. That's insulting. I think technically grandpa is right. Just because something's insulting doesn't mean you can't say it. Now, I don't know why people try to stop people like this or feed him. Just let him go. That's the best way to handle this. That's the way people handle me when I start talking shit. They ignore me. And then what do I do? I'm not, I don't get the reaction I want, so I stop. This is simple. I, I witness this all the goddamn time. Okay? Good evening, cowards. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. <gasps> He couldn't have gotten more than what he had. That's what he wanted. This asshole wanted to keep it calm, start with call them cowards and fat, ugly women, and then the big gasp. He was shooting for that. See a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. <gasps> oh, excuse you. Can we see no, 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 no. No. They're fat, ugly no. women is what they are. Let's talk about machine. it. Oh. We're not having that. You don't have speech. to buy. It's called free speech. Buy. That's not free speech. That's insulting. Buy. That's good. Shut up. <laughs> he goes, that's good. Shut up. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. <laughs> then he goes into that. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. We wonder why. We wonder why when we have... I don't wonder why. Have these, these pathetic people here called teachers raped the children's minds. Okay, now whoever made this video likes what this guy is saying. So then they dub in the standing ovation from some award ceremony. Okay, now, you know me. I think that there are some people who deserve to be called horrible names. 
that does okay that does work in some in some uh, forums but i don't know i don't know if uh, going out in front of when you're that old and that lonely that's that's what you do it's your job to say that type of shit cole says so far i like this guy Young Adam Schwab says, rape their minds? Yeah, exactly. You know, he thinks that the teachers are raping their minds, but there are some teachers that actually rape. Tophis seems to have it all figured out. He says, his generation is the cause of our current situation. I fucking hate hypocrites. Now, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't go that far. I can't I can't speak in any generalization. I cannot agree with his generalization, nor can I agree with yours. Okay? You also refer to him as an old piece of shit. Yeah, I would say that by his opinion, what he said there, that is that does qualify for piece of shit status. You know? Tyler says, I'm more curious why he sounds retarded stupid. Tolfus really doesn't like the elderly. He says, I'd insult him back, kill all boomers. I, I don't I can't get behind that. Tyler says that is a great gasp. It was a fantastic uh, gasp. Uh, Tophus says the guy says he doesn't understand free speech. He has every right to say that. And they have every right to have him trespassed and removed. Maybe, I guess it all depends on what their rules are. If they have, if the school board says, if you are being there just to be inflammatory and incite, uh, um, aggression or whatever, you can be removed. Um, sure. Um, I think they would have been better suited just to sit there, but they probably weren't expecting it. So the normal reaction would be to freak out. Like, oh my God, call me fat, stupid. Tophus says, yeah, the fucking boomer generation is directly responsible for our corporate overlords being our corporate overlords. Speak for yourself. I love the corporate overlords. If we don't have corporate overlords, we don't have cool shit. So I say we need more corporate overlords. I am a team pro corporate overlord. Cole says based on their voices, they're hippos. There's no way you can tell about a person's physical appearance based on their voice. You couldn't like hear the fat. You know? Give me a break. I want to talk about this other kid, too, who goes to school. Um, totally different story. I, I don't have any background on that guy. I wish I did. You know? But there's another kid who's another right-wing wacko who shows up at school with a shirt that says, there's only two genders. Uh-oh. You do not want to do that.
Uh, New Jersey. No, no, no. That's not New Jersey. I'm getting the damn. I'm getting my stories mixed up. Massachusetts. And he's taking this right up the ladder to the courts. And this image right here, this is uh, the lawyer, and this is the fucking dork. I might have gotten that wrong. Let, let, let me explain to you what, what happened here of what the shirt said exactly. T-shirt said, okay, yes, there are only two genders. School said, get rid of the shirt. And that's the problem. Um, he, sh he did get rid of the shirt. They actually gave him a, they said, look, you either take off the shirt or leave for the day. And I don't know if they meant like, take it off, like go without a shirt, maybe like put it on inside out or whatnot, or go to your, if you have one, another shirt in your locker, put that one on. Same thing happened a few days later. He wore a shirt saying, it said there are, and then it actually said censored, and then it said genders. I love that. I love that he basically made it clear that he was being censored and his message was still being heard. This is an exercise in free speech here, and I believe he's right. Now, I don't know why they even give him the time of day. Why not just let him wear the fucking shirt instead of opening yourself up to this? Because if you have an asshole who's willing to wear that shirt, okay, it's the same argument I've had for every business that says, we only allow white people that aren't gay into our business. We only allow Christians into our business. We're not going to make your gay cake based on our religious beliefs. You want people to do that. Okay, you want them to do, we want to encourage behavior of businesses that do that or people that wear these types of shirts because they, well, first of all, they're cutting their nose to spite their uh, face. They're losing a lot of business that it'll eventually will hurt them. Let them do that. Let them. Don't, don't make a big deal about it because when you make a big deal about it, more wackos are then going to support them and we don't want them being supported. So just let them shoot their shot. Who cares? Big deal. They're words. Who gives a fuck? You stay in your lane. If somebody in their lane, that is their lane, wants to scream, hey, I hate gays and I'm a bigot. Good. You, you know to avoid them. You're avoiding a problem. If this fucking dork wants to uh, pick a fight like that, let him. Who gives a shit? Now, I will say that there is some concern about this fucker because he looks to have shoot up the school tendencies. You see that those dead eyes and that face, that's the face and that pale skin. This is the face and the haircut. These are all key indicators that this kid has the, the uh, will and desire and the wherewithal to shoot up a school, you know? And uh, he probably gets the shit kicked out of him. 
And he's probably going to actually draw more attention to it. Besides, he's walking around with a fucking clipboard. If this was going on at my kid's school and this was the fucking kid behind the protest, I'd pull my fucking kid right out of there. I think it's fair that, like, I've talked about, like, I don't have school-aged children anymore, but if I did, nowadays, it would be fair for one day you to, um, like, if you had the opportunity to walk the halls when the kids are out, or maybe you've got a person on the inside who can keep an eye out for you. Let's say you got a guy who's on the inside. I'm talking to it like it's a prison. I said, look, I need you to figure out how many kids there are have all the appearances outwardly that they're going to be uh, school shooters. And then, you know, just break this down with your kids. Say, all right, you got these three fuckers who look like that kid uh, that I just showed you. You got to go make friends with them. Do whatever you have to do. And then as soon as, um, when the school does, does get shot up, you are safe. Okay. He won't shoot you. It's the only way to keep your kids safety or just take them out of the school. Oh, Hey, how are you? Daisy coming in or Darla coming in here. Okay. Everybody says hi. Yeah, she'll probably start screaming at me. Donna. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Uh, Where was I? Federal appeals court appeared skeptical that a Massachusetts middle school violated a kid's right to free speech. So, wow. So he's appealing this up to the next step. And uh, they, they, they don't agree. A lawyer for Liam Morrison told the three judges of a first U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals panel in Boston that um, the school violated the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment by censoring him when he expressed a view opposing the school's pro-LGBTQ stances. How'd you like to be a 13-year-old and that's what you're worried about? Come on. If his face, if it wasn't bad enough, he was uh, already guaranteeing the fact that he was going to get no pussy or dick because of that face and haircut. That pretty much is going to solidify it. Um, they they uh, pressed forward. The case is one of a growing number of lawsuits by conservative litigants challenging school policies aimed at protecting LGBTQ students from harassment and respecting their pronouns and gender identities. Boy, this is just so work. People get so worked up about it. I, I, if I, if you run a school and a kid wears that shirt, let them ignore them, let them do it. The problem will sort itself out. It'll probably get his ass kicked at some point by uh, a gay guy. Or a transgender person. Um, School says, I think that this message, there are only two genders, is vile. And it says to someone who is non-binary that you do not exist. 
that your validity does not exist, and it attacks the very core characteristic. U.S. Circuit Judge David Barron noted that following news reports about the incident with Morrison's first shirt, the school received threatening messages and was forced to call in a police detail as protests began. See, now that's ridiculous. They're giving that fucking little nerd all the attention he wants, you assholes. That's all traced back to the shirt, he said. Had that not happened, none of it would have happened. Now, let that fucker wear his stupid fucking shirt. I would, if I was in charge of the school, if that kid expressed himself that way, I, as the administrator, would say, hello, hello, students of so-and-so school. Come on, Darrell, I got to finish this deal. Apparently, it's take your dog to work day here at the uh, Eric Zane Show podcast. Come on, honey. Come on. Don't do that. You were with mom all morning. Now, let me finish. Let me do my job. getting worse yeah yeah Yeah. thank you appreciate that Pooh Bear came and got the dog (laughs) I didn't do anything to her I'm just sitting here and she just starts screaming at me she's Walter you know that Frenchie Walter? Rawr, 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 rawr. That's Darla. The principal needs to turn on the PA and say, Attention, students, welcome to a Wednesday here at so and so middle school. Our, our principal used to do the weather report. It'll be a nice day today on the recess field. Recess field. When you go out for recess, remember, stay on the campus. I'd like to announce. That we have a new student or a student who's decided that he uh, wants to tell you all that there are only two genders. We support free speech in America, but I want you all to know that all of us here in the office think that he is an asshole. Now, look, we don't want any of you to do anything ridiculous like beat him up in the hallway. You will be punished severely if you do that. But just pay him no mind. He will never, ever get pussy. So fuck that kid and let him wear his stupid shirt. Because if we do anything to make him take it off, he's going to sue us. All right? And by the way, he looks like a fucking school shooter. So keep an eye on that fucker. If he pulls a piece out, you shove it right up his ass and pull the trigger until it goes click. To quote... Jesus from the Big Lebowski. Thank you and have a good day. Enough of this suing and sending them home and take off your shirt. You let them do that. I can't wait for Pride Month. It's always big in this house knowing that one of the gays lives here. I had a conversation with a friend the other day, new friend. I've got a new, a new buddy and, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but, um, 
he's kind of a caveman. And uh, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, the Cleveland, Cleveland Clinic, first of all, describes a, a person who is transgender as not having anything to do with being mentally deranged. It doesn't. It's been proven. Okay? Um, and I had this person say to me, yeah, it's all mental illness. They're all mentally ill. And you ever be put in that spot when someone you like says something that you know is 100% wrong, but you just don't have the energy to argue and you don't want it to become awkward. So, and you don't want to ruin the relationship. So you just go, you just look at them like they're fucking crazy. Have you ever had that happen? It happened to me yesterday or Saturday. I'm with my buddy and I'm with his, his brother and, uh, talking about his kids and he goes, yeah, I got a daughter. And he actually says, I got a daughter and a tranny. I go, uh, and I, and I know that that that's not right. And so uh, I don't know. That's, that doesn't sound right to me. And uh, I go, um, well, that, that's interesting. My daughter is, uh, is gay and she's dating a transgender man, born a girl, now a man. And that makes people really uncomfortable when you say that because they have a tendency to want to just say, no, man's a man, woman's a woman. Now, I know better. And uh, so then they start talking about, these two start talking about this person that he wrote, his kid. They're referring to the kid as she, which is fine. That's good. And they go, yeah. Happier than ever, you know, uh, a six foot two woman with a manly voice. I go, wow. Okay. All right. Good. All right. That's, that's good to hear. I'm glad that that's working out. And then dude says, yeah, you know, it's just mental illness. And I'm like, God damn it. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just reading from people who do know what the fuck they're talking about. You nor I have no acumen to correctly uh, uh, make a statement on this topic in any way whatsoever. Just because you got a gut feeling doesn't mean you're correct. Stop doing that. God. And even if that were the case, who gives a shit? Why does everybody get so worked up about this? Um, that's like when I said to Madison, the day she told me she's gay, I go, awesome. Cause she thought I was, she was like, oh, are you mad? I go, no, not mad. I don't care. I'm happy. No, every dude you've dated has been a complete fucking loser. I think that that's what all women should do. I think they should force themselves into gayhood. If you're a chick who can't find Mr. Right because they're all fucking idiots. Just start eating pie. That's what you should do. You should force yourself to doing that. Like producer Joe, you know how he's terrible with women? He should start sucking dick. My God. I forgot where I was going with that. I had something and that was going to drop it and then I forgot it. I actually forgot the joke. Fuck. 
Uh, oh, yeah. It was, are you mad? No, I'm not mad. But I need to tell you this. And this was two years ago. It's even more so now. Back then I said it. And I said, you are public enemy number one. You are hated by half the population of America. They hate you. Even if they say that they don't, they do. And uh, when she started dating the uh, person that was born a girl, became a guy, I go, oh, now you're beyond fucked. They hate you. Head on a swivel. Be very, very careful. Okay, they will do more than just say mean things to you. They want to hurt you. They want to kill you. They're horrible. My God. All right. Anyway, um, that fucker's suing, and he'll probably shoot up the school one day. Folks, as always, thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They're awesome. Get your car repaired at Irvine's today, 616-532-6600. If you have any issues whatsoever, they uh, they maintain my old truck, the embellisher. Um, there's been numerous things that I've, uh, I've had uh, them take care of for me. Keep that old truck running good. 616-532-6600. E-R Vines online. Uh, that's ervines.com online is what I meant to say. Uh, early bird pickup, late bird drop-off, or late bird drop-off, early bird pickup, all that shit. Anyway, they put your keys in a lockbox when you're done after you've paid over the phone, and uh, they take care of everything for you. I love how they give your car the total inspection, make sure that everything else is up to speed, and let you know what is uh, green light, yellow light, red light, when it comes to service needed for that vehicle. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and Grand Rapids. You got Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. By the way, I sent you a bill, fucker. Uh, That doesn't mean in three months. I'm kidding. Well, I'm not, but I'm kidding. A&E Heating and Cooling, call them when you need a free furnace tune-up. You have only a handful of days till the end of the month uh, to get this taken care of. You call, you book, you get a furnace tune-up, and it's 100% free. 616-516-8579. No catch. I had that done. A number of other audience members had that done. You should, too. And since we're getting closer to spring... Be thinking about scheduling your AC tune-up with A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Replace your furnace if you need it. Replace your AC, replace your water heater. They do all those things at Irvine's, pardon me, at A&E Heating and Cooling. Joe says, I didn't get it. What did you send it through? The Pony Express? Look, I know you Mexicans sit around and drink all day and might not always uh, check your email. But trust me, I sent it to the multi-talented Ms. Guzman and to two of your emails on January 21. So don't look me in the eye and say, I did not get it, senor. What did you send it, Pony Express? Pony Express. 
Yeah, you know, the whole dumb Mexican thing is pretty silly. I don't believe it for a second. You're, uh, uh, what do you call it? Sly like a fox. Is that what they say? Sly like a fox? Crazy as a fox? I forget. Anyway, um, call Ding Dong and have a fix your furnace. Uh, tag accounting. Get your taxes done by the Tax Hobbit today. Tag CPA. Dot net. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S. Most of my sponsors are local, but this one is not. Call Troy Ginzer from no matter where you are. Tag accounting, 616-301-9516. He will not let you down. Incredible, incredible certified public accountant to get your taxes done. Also, any type of payroll, client services, uh, and whatnot. At tag accounting, online at tagcpa.net. Call, schedule, you'll get more money back than you ever had before. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to reach out to them when it comes to getting your mortgage. You want to get into that house? You're sick and tired of paying rent? I don't blame you. Pay money on something that's yours. 231-332-6505. Mention EZ when you call from anywhere in the U.S. And then finally today, the Grand Rapids Gold, they were on an absolute terror till last night. They got, or yesterday afternoon, they got murdered by Milwaukee. Um, but nevertheless, uh, reach out. I'm sorry, go to a Grand Rapids Gold game. You have a game coming up Wednesday, Valentine's special, grandrapidsgold.com for tickets. Tickets as low as 12 bucks a pop. All right. Your asshole of the day today. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Hmm. I don't even know what the hell I talked about today. Guy getting struck by lightning. Kels, Travis Kelsey. A kid with a stupid t-shirt. Hmm. Yeah, you pissed off old man at the school board meeting. He was a classic. Kevin Kuypers writes deer because he struck one the other day. Uh, a vote for the lightning bolt. Well, you got two, um, two different uh, points of view here. You got Tophus saying the old piece of shit grandpa. And then Corey who says fat, ugly school board women. Corey, I meant Cole, not Corey. Cole sounds like the type of guy who I would punch in the stomach. But I love that he's listening to the show because that means he's got thick skin, even though I, t- I call people like him a piece of shit all the time. So I, he's got that going for him. More than one example, more than one example on this show today of how you handle trolls like the kid with the t-shirt and the grandpa. Ignore. Let them. Who cares? Who cares what they think? That's their right to be an asshole. Let them be an asshole. Asshole's not a good quality. Take it from me. An asshole. Your asshole of the day is the old piece of shit grandpa. 
That is correct. And that is my time. You have a good one. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Till then, bye-bye.